Let's make some noise! Welcome everyone to Total Nonstop Impact, Impact Talk for Impact Fans, Throwback Edition. This is Trent along with my two co-hosts, Kyle and J-Bo. Gentlemen, what's happening, guys? What's new? It's a late night on a Saturday night, and we are here. Odd time for us to be on, guys. What are we doing here? What's going on? Kyle? Saturday night, T and I, the cage dancers are dancing. Having a good time. Feels good to be back, boys. I want you to explain to the people what's going on here. What are, what are we doing? Why are we it's here? Saturday night, Saturday night. I guess we makes it all right. TNI is live. Mm-mm. Baby, you know we that, here. I think that explains everything and what's going on with us here. That explains all Something of it. Something is in the lollipops, Trent. I think so. Something's definitely lollipops. Well, Kyle, this was uh, this kind of your doing here. What are we, what are we doing on a, on a Saturday night? Doing a throwback and not on a Monday. Uh, Mir is not happy with us. He, he contacted me on Twitter and he's like, what the <laughs> hell? I schedule properly. I say Monday nights is throwback. Today is Saturday night. You guys are throwing me off. What the, what's the deal? Can you explain it, please? You're talking about the lineup, what we're going to be talking about here? Or you want me to give them the rundown of uh, why we're running a few minutes late? No, Tom, why we're running on a Saturday night at all. Like, what are we oh, doing? Saturday night, TNI, Trent. It's a party. That's what it is. I mean, in these COVID-19 times you know, where uh, we've got all this uh, extra time on our hands, locked in our houses, why not do podcasts? Why not That's watch true. some NWA TNA? That's true. That's why, that. why not take naps, Trent? Yeah, listen, speaking of that, I've done all of the above. I've been, I've been quarantined. I'm doing nothing. I fell asleep uh randomly the best of us yeah i i randomly fell asleep we are reviewing tonight nwa tna number uh 19 gentlemen october 30th 2002 it was probably a live snack review trend what do you eat in there crispy taco jays jays not jays lays jays that would be nice jays j bones potato chips there are jays Make you dance and sing uh, 80s glam metal songs. The big brand in Chicago is Jay's Jay's Potato Chips. You've never had Jay's Potato Chips? Crispy Taco. We do a live snack review here on the show. We've got Lay's Crispy Taco. Now, I love potato chips. I love tacos. Don't know if I love them together. I mean, who doesn't love tacos? Tacos, you have all the food groups are covered. You got your meat, your lettuce, you know, your vegetables. You got your sour cream, your uh, fried tortilla shell. and none of those ingredients are in this bag, but you know it's the taco spirit. You know, Kyle, why do why do why do all my all my my uh, let's say less than tan friends a little shade less than love tacos? Why why is it that the that the I think the, everybody loves tacos. Friends. I, I, I don't think it has anything to do with you know race or my, nationality. People love tacos. My and people love potato chips. Just- Awesome. My white friends love tacos like more than my Mexican friends do. They love tacos. I mean, I love tacos, but I'm kind of in the middle, you know. But like, what, what what's with the taco? What's 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 the the taco obsession amongst my amongst the white community here hey, over in Chicago? I'm telling you right now, it is Taco Tuesday. Is like you would think people are going for pilgrimage. It's, it's like going to see the Pope. 
in Chicago. Taco Tuesdays or bananas. Over here. Not lately, but you know. It doesn't have to be Taco Tuesday. Like Taco exactly. Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. Not so bad. They do taste like tacos for sure. Do they? That nice uh, artificial uh, taco sensation. I'm hungry now. Damn. Damn. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Scumbag gonna... approved. Thumbs uh, up scum- on this uh, junk food. Perfect Saturday night, late night food. Guys, like we're saying, it's a it's a rare appearance for us to be here on a Saturday night. We're quarantined. We've got nothing else to do. So what the hell is the difference? We're here to do this. We figured throw another bonus show on. We have like 200 NWA TNA shows to do before we reach the end of this this whole series. So we might as well pump these out as much as possible. You might as well. Might as well. Question now, guys. Are we still doing one on Monday? Because that's what people are going to ask. Are we going to go be back on Monday to do one? Yes, we are. One? Yes, we are. And then we're going to do uh, Impact on Tuesday. All right. Hey, keep it, it moving. All right. So I'm just there. Well, you no, go, guys. It, it might be like bright and squirrely in the morning. You never know. Bright and squirrely in the morning. Oh, actually. yeah. The TNI train keeps chugging along. Very nice. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, guys, we're here to do NWA TNA number 19, aired on October 30th, 2002. But before we jump into that, J Bone is itching to tell you some news. J Bone, take it away with the news. I'm just, He's I'm itching. just itching. Um, That's not news that's making you itch, is it? Something I, else. <laughs> I must be a doctor for that, Jable. Dude, it's after ten o'clock, and I haven't had one of these yet. Oh, Jesus. he's fiending for his uh for his CBD pops. Jonesin, Jonesin. Here we go, Jay Bonesin. We're gonna we're gonna bust dump. we're gonna bust open the. Oh, what flavor geez, we got today, Jable? So God, what flavor are we working with today? It's cream soda. That does sound pretty good. Nice. Cream soda. I do. Nice. I when I drank soda, I used to love cream soda and root beer. Oh, Too like go wrong. Can't go wrong. I think I wrong, think A and W is the king of root beers, personally. Man, A is fantastic. Top yeah. dog for sure. Shout yeah. out to the tribe members in the chat. We got William Gardner. William Gardner, uh, and Impact Jacket guy. He's uh doing uh, double, double duty there. Double dipping. Double, double dipping. Got Hakeem Fullerton, Paul Nelson, Zach Bonifer. Zach Bonifer likes tacos. Eric Dayhoff. Butters five twenty. Freaks come out at night. Trent, the gang is all here. You guys, I got to give it to this gang here. Last minute announcement to go live. And you're all hey, here. In there. A Saturday night. J-Bone's in the chat, too. Hey, J-Bone's J-Bone. in the chat, too. What's up, J-Bone? Yeah, I'm just, you know, I got to say hello to the Twitch people because we got a couple on there, too. And it's, you know, just trying to make my rounds and say hello. Um, Very nice. So, yeah, this is uh, courtesy of PW Insider. I couldn't find the original article because it got buried in the last 24-hour Mm. News, so this is actually courtesy of uh, WrestleZone, but by a way of PW Insider. It says, according to the report on PW Insider, Impact taped what will now be a television... Bullshit courtesy of other bullshit is basically... Well, it, it's, it doesn't really matter from where it's from. But I do, I do like to give credit where credit is due because they do put the stuff out. It's And it, I... I like the report on news and not like speculatory bullshit. That's numerous, what I take, man. That's why we call it the numerous. That's what I take pride in. I try not to, you know, it's, it's fun to speculate stuff once in a while and be like, hey, what if this? Running down the headlines, man. But so, so it says uh, Impact Tape, what will now be a television episode based around the Rebellion pay per view and will air on Axis. Uh, April 19th. So Rebellion is still happening, you're saying? It is, but it's going to be an Access TV episode. Well, hold on. So they officially announced it's going to air on TV on the 19th? I didn't hear that. 
That's official. That's what it says here. Okay, interesting. Now, let me let me double. Okay, there is a link here for the article. Let me let me double check the article here. Yeah, check that out because I look. I, listen, I do. I do know. I have uh, some folks down there who were there for these tapings. I know who was there. I did speak to some people down there. I'm not at liberty to give anything away. So Any nobody asked me. I, I asked for no spoilers. Oh, I asked okay. for no spoilers. But there are, You're but there are surprises. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, it says, says we are told the company taped what is now uh, would be the Rebellion-themed episode of Impact on Axis with, the rep- with that replacing the original planned for, you know, 19th of April pay-per-view broadcast. There are... Uh, also, number of episodes filmed that will be determined over the course of post-production in the editing process. All right, so they, they taped a bunch of stuff. It doesn't say, you know, what order anything is in, uh, but it's going to take up uh, at least uh, five to seven weeks worth of material. So that's a decent amount of stuff. So that's, that's I'm assuming, is, you know, in-ring and behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they film TV is what that we're doing here. I mean, TV was filmed for all this. So it's it's empty arena, as we know. Uh-huh. But uh, but we're impact rolls on. We continue on with material. What what it'll happened down there? Them, it'll force them in a position to be more creative. And uh, impact always does that the best. So I can't wait to see what goes on in this set of tapings. How long are we... Uh, supposed to get uh these empty arena tapings for i got what i got is six weeks six weeks okay yeah six all weeks right of so and, uh, now i heard uh what, what started out the chat earlier was uh my buddy paul he goes he goes uncle bq good said there won't paul. be yes good yes my my nephew good if friend you will. Paul. nephew Paul. Mm-hmm. Nephew Paul. It says won't be a championship match on TV because Tessa is at home. That's what he's reporting. I don't know if we can confirm or deny that. Well, we're gonna find out. I, I I've been I've get I have I have no spoilers, but I've been given some info. Uh well, all I've been told is lots of creativity about to happen. Awesome. So it seems like good to hear. Yeah, it seems like when you're up, I don't say up against the wall, but when you kind of had to have to adjust for tough times, you know, expect some interesting results. So we're gonna see what happens. Those start airing. Well, we got two more weeks in Atlanta, I believe. It would have been something like that. One more week, because I think this week coming up, and then that would have been Rebellion. So that we have one more show in Atlanta, and then we then we head to this. So yeah. let's let's see what we come up with, guys. I'm I'm excited to see what exactly they do. It's gonna be um. It's going to be interesting. Look, everybody had to adjust. I mean, every company had to make something to do. That's the only one who didn't do anything. Yeah, was Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor closed all the they, they, in the beginning of all this. Ring of Honor said we're closing the June first. Well, but they padded themselves right away. Well, the June first. MLW is putting out whatever they had left in the tank as far as film stuff because they filmed something recently down south of the border. So that's what they're putting out now. NWA yeah. completely shut down everything, and they're showing like classic stuff on their YouTube channel, which is fine. So yeah, everyone's doing something different just to try to keep the fans engrossed in some kind of content. I know Ring of Honor is actually putting out a lot of great classic um, uh, multi-match um, 
com- yeah. uh, combina- combinations, uh, whatever. Compilation. Um, yeah. yeah, on their um, on their YouTube channel, like I saw one that had uh, uh, several good matches of like CM Punk, and then they did a thing with uh, Daniel Bryan, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, it's everyone's doing something because they know these are tumultuous times and they're just trying to keep the spirit of life for whatever fan base you're trying to bring in, you know? And, um, so yeah, I, I applaud implant. Wow. It's, it's, uh, it's late. Yeah. I applaud. Normally our line is time. (laughs) (laughs) We're all doing our best right now. Getting groggy. Um, That's, that's a word. (laughs) <laughs> they're all doing their best right now. I applaud them for trying to put out content and keep, you know, the wheels on the machine going. I know some are very against this and, and, and I, I completely understand both sides of it. It's a business. You're trying to keep the business going. And yet we as fans just want to see everybody hunker down and stay safe. I see that side of it too. I, I get it. Yeah. That's what it's, I'm doing. It's, it's, it's tricky for all of us. Uh, you know, there's so many, there's a lot of things you're like, oh, they, they could do this, they could do that, but hey, they got to keep moving forward. Uh, basically, what everybody's doing is you have to just, if you're a TV company, I'm noticing they're, they're needing to just further things to get to somewhere else in the summertime, just kind of pick up where we left off. Companies like AAW where I work, all the indies are just kind of put it, pressing the pause button, and it's like, all right, here we're hitting pause, and then once everything starts back up, we're pretty much going to shift the calendar down. To whatever month it is so like the april show will be now now be the june show and we'll just you know push everything back that way so again you gotta get creative but um but we'll see what, what they come up with we'll find out in a couple of weeks where it's yeah. all going yeah. but we're, uh, we're not gonna confirm or deny anything specific at this point no. it's everybody can put out it's like everybody's got their own sources for whatever and everybody can spoil whatever they want to we're not gonna do that yeah here, you know um, no, it was pretty. It's, it was pretty locked, pretty private. They had to all sign NDAs down there. Nobody can leak any info. It was like pretty, pretty secure, which I like. I like that. Keep it, keep it secure. Don't tell anybody anything. No, don't break the news. So we'll see where it goes. But I like, I like this right here. Mir says, "Be who? <laughs> be who?" Paul says, "Do we got to pay for it? No, it's going to be on Access TV. It's just going to be another. It's, it's going to be a Saturday night or Sunday night special, whatever the nineteenth is. Was that supposed to be a Sunday night? Supposed to be a Sunday night, like a regular pay per view. Okay, so it's going to be a Sunday night special. Sunday night wrestling. That's right, wrestling. You no, know, Trent. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned cream soda before because the Love Kyle cream Snack cream. review. There's about to be a sequel, part two." I had my snack. I had the crispy taco flavored Lay's. Now it's time to wash it down. And you like cream soda, Trent? When I drank soda, cream soda is what I go to. Cream did, soda. Did and you like beer. Dr. Pepper? Did you like Dr. Pepper? Oh, Trent? dude, I love Dr. Pepper. I'm telling you, I, I haven't drank we soda. Have, we oh have Dr. my Pepper god, cream soda. Holy! What, what shit. could that be like? I haven't tried this yet. Uh, See, it's dangerous, man. I haven't drank uh, soda. Thirty-nine in 10 years. grams of sugar. That's how. Yeah, that's why I can't do it, man. Help. The pinnacle of health right there. In front of the show, Eric was telling me about that. He's like, hey, do you like cream soda? You know what I used to drink before? Smells like Dr. Pepper. Smells like cream soda. I like Dr. Pepper. I like cream soda. What happens when you put them together? Are you ever going to do the I'm going to sit back and watch. (laughs) 
What, what are you saying, Jay? While he's while he's sipping down eight hundred grams of sugar, you were gonna think, say something. I think mm. Barks makes a red cream soda. I could be wrong on that, but there was a red cream oh. soda I used to drink out there occasionally. Wow, two thumbs, two scums up, two, two scums, scums up. up. <laughs> you get the Dr Pepper, and then you get this uh, sweet, delicious uh, vanilla cream soda like aftertaste. You can taste the forty grams of sugar, Trent. No doubt. No you doubt about save, it. Save this for your scumbag show, Scal. This was you're supposed to do an episode of that. It's coming. All it's coming. You saw the intro video I put. Together. I did. I did. We're, We're getting a scumbag. Don't know show. about that, but all right, gonna, all right. The, the scumbag show is going to resume on the channel Thank here, you. but. Uh, Guys, we are we are quadcasting. To, oh, actually, no, we we lo- we're not on Facebook tonight. Uh, that was my fault, be, due to being a little bit late. Uh, Facebook decided to. This, Facebook's very strict on time, so we're not on Facebook tonight. But Twitch, Twitter slash Periscope, YouTube, all live quadcast, tricasting. Let's put it that way. Trimal cast is on. We're here, guys. Talk NWA TNA number nineteen, October thirtieth, two thousand two, Nashville Fairgrounds. We are we are plugging away in year one still here. What do we got here? You guys are doing a live rebellion watch party? Should we? Should we? Yeah, do live yeah. Re- it's gonna be at Mir's house apparently. Mir's um, paying for all the snacks, all the beer. It's all on Mir. The beer's on Mir. The beer's on Mir. The, the beer is on Mir. It's gonna be your place, man. If you want pizzas, pizzas to Mir, baby. Please, we love you. Right. Let's see what he responds with on that one. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, Let's kick it off, boys. Let's kick it off. Um, and then Jay's call call out comments as you see him, but let's kick it off here, guys. Nashville Fairgrounds. This was uh this was number 19. Jay, we're almost five months of doing this, almost 20 weeks of doing this. How about that? We, huh? we are one short of 20. That's a that's wow. a that's a my I didn't I honestly when I started this, I went in with the best intentions, but I always go in with like zero like expectations, you know. And, but but I, I said from day one after we started doing this, I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. these are awesome. I love it. And they're getting better and crazier and more age shit and bad shit crazy by the week. I love it. And 20 is going to be huge because I, I saw the preview at the end of the show that, that Don West did. Don West looked like he was going to have a stroke. He was going oh, yeah. so crazy at the end of this. We'll get to me. I should start having you do that preview at the end of our reviews. You can just go all Don West on it. He's, he's right. spit it out so fast. I was doing all this shit last minute. I couldn't even write it down, but it's going to be good. I know. All right, cool. And with these NWA TNA shows, especially at this point, I mean, we're still at the beginning. It's only episode 19. Yeah. You can't early, blink. Early. You can't blink. You can't look away for two seconds because something is happening from all directions that these shows are crazy. It lives up to the name. And I, I'm serious, not to be not to be cheesier, but it literally is total nonstop impact. Or, uh, like action, in, in Scott Hall's interview in the episode, he says, you know, that there's an outlaw feel and there is. They live up to it. At least, I, at least this unique. point. It makes oh, yeah. it very, very action packed. And I, I think that's really cool. But uh speaking of which, the show starts off right in the right in a match. Boom. Show kicks in. We open up with Kid Cash and Tony Mama. Just going right at it. Uh I thought this was a great match because you could tell this was a match to really feature Kid Cash. This was something to really bring Kid Cash out. Uh, fans were out of their mind on this one. They were super into this one. And um, for Kid Cash, not, not so much Mom Luke, but they're really into Kid Cash because he's been there for he's been there for a couple of weeks, putting his time in, really busting it out, you know, kind of getting far in these tournaments and gauntlets, but not quite the win. So he's been kind of consistent so man the fans on this show really were there to support kid cash but 
They both look strong. I like that. Kyle, you got a question in the chat. He's saying, Brother Kyle, you got to try Lay's Frank's Red Hot Sauce Chips. This is from Lakers Impact. Never, ever came across those. I mean, I like some Frank's Red Hot Sauce. I do not I'm like not, Frank's. You don't like Frank's? I mean, I the thing is, Frank's isn't Frank's. for spice. Frank's is for flavor. Do you put that shit on everything? No, I don't. I, I mean, I, I'm a saucy guy. I like my A1, like my Frank's. I, you know, I, my, uh, my mustard. I have a nice... Uh, arsenal of sauces but uh frank's is uh here and there frank's is low on the totem pole for me i couldn't do frank's but uh well i know you brown people with you know that, that we got plenty shit. we got way other it stuff really burns your ass that oh current. yeah we got the vault oh, the yeah. vault of sauces we don't yeah, frank's. The frank's frank's entry level beginner stuff amateur hour frank frank frank's is, is child's play okay so, you know what i'm saying You're but uh makes sense Anyway, Kid Cash, Kid Cash looked pretty good here. You know, he I thought he uh so he gets the win on on uh, Tony Mamaluke. But I love that the um Mike Tanay really made Cash feel important on this one. Jay, I think you're a pretty pretty good detail guy on these kind of things. Mike Tanay really and Don West yes. really made made those two guys made Cash feel like like this is gonna be the next guy. This is our next guy here. Uh, for the X Division. I don't know what you think about this one, Jay. Give me give me some feedback on this because this was pretty good. Interesting. Short match, eight minutes only, but it was pretty good. It was pretty solid for Kid Cash. Oh, it was good, and it 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 all uh, I it, I pop for Tony Mamaluk too because I mean I I'm I'm completely blind on the whole like ECW thing. Like I know who was who was there and who did what, but just real vague shit. Um, Tony Mamaluk looked great too, but both these guys really made you feel like something special like whatever didn't hit the wwf at this time as far as yeah. ecw stuff was very still still very special in this brand of tna um he uh he said he was talking about kid cash um and his, his training and stuff that he was trained by um uh, what did I write here? Oh, Dean Malenko. Like little nuggets like that. I was like, oh my god, that's that's awesome. You know, I thought I thought Mama Luke was trained by Dean Malenko. Like I thought that's what he said. Cash, I thought was trained by Ricky Morton. Am I am I remembering that wrong? Maybe I had that backwards. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. I wrote it above Tom Tony here. Yeah. My yeah. yeah Tony Mama Luke trained by Dean. I never I never heard until this, until this show. It's it stays. It's it is. They blame your lollipops. Until but until this show, I had no idea it was. Uh, it was Dean Malenko training, but these are two ECW guys. Kyle, you're you're an ECW guy. These are two former ECW alumni. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And Especially you know, my, my, well, my connection with Tony Mama Luke goes you uh, have one. Let's deeper. Hear well, fan connection that is is you oh, know okay. I always try to sneak the plug in uh, my local hometown promotion NYWC. Yes, uh, Tony Mama Luke he has uh, wrestled there hundreds of times. So yeah, he's one of the greats. Dude, I hear a lot about NYWC from uh, Mikey Whipwreck's podcast. It's a uh, five-minute drive from my house. I mean, wrestling really? that close to your house. How could you? How could you go wrong? Do they still? They still run monthly or what? You Once a month. Them? I don't know about now in these COVID nineteen times, but hopefully yeah. when all of this is over, I'll be back there at the NYWC Sportatorium, NYWCWrestling.com. Right, they have. Uh, they actually have a little streaming service if anybody wants to check out some of their matches and shows. Nice little indie promotion here on Long Island. I hear a lot of good things about him from, oh, yeah. uh, from Mike. So that's cool. That's really cool. Uh, but yeah, well, 
I guess you could tell if they're going, what they're going with this was Kid Cash kind of getting him out of all those losses and ups and starting stops from the tournaments and Breck and uh and the gauntlet matches and various losses he's had in next in the exhibition. Like, okay, solid guy. We're about to get him into something here. So this was a uh, kind of a coming of uh coming of age for that. But um we go right from and uh, these first like five segments, guys, super quick. It was like boom, 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 boom. We go right from that to a Scott Hall sit down with Mike Tanay. And uh, I love the sit downs. This is like a classic. Kyle, you might remember this more. This is a classic TNA staple from like even when they go in, into Spike and Fox and all that. Sitting like, down with the professor. With the professor. Like, it, like they just, the sets would change and evolve over time. But like the sit down with Mike Tanay is like a classic thing. And uh, it, this, these are like the first few on these, in these early episodes. It's but. important. I know they're going with total nonstop action. Like they open the show up with a match. And then yeah. later on uh, in Jeff Jarrett's promo, he mentions this is total nonstop action. We go right to the wrestling. But you got to stop in the promos, the interviews. They're very important. I mean, wh- why, would, why should we care about any of these characters without all the promo and interview segments? I, I can't have all action. I agree. I agree. This was a good interview, though. What do you what'd you take away from it? J-Bone, what'd you, uh, what'd you take away from this interview, though, with Scott Hall? It's good guy Scott Hall here. It's all good guy Scott Hall. It's <laughs> not, not the bad guy. Not the bad guy. It's, not there's, a good, there's a good classic repertoire between the, the professor and Hall here, and he really – he put he puts over Hall, and Hall puts over the promotion and tells like people – why it's a good thing that he's here and while he's doing that i couldn't help myself but think about how similar this brand mm-hmm. even almost 20 years apart this brand is so similar to what impact is today you hear hall's description of what the company is he's like yeah you got some some veterans, some old timers. He's like, he's like, but you got this youth movement. You know, I don't think he said youth movement. I'm quoting Josh on that one, but it's, you know, no matter what words you use, it's the same thing. And it's like, wow, it's the same thing, only different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, imagine yeah. this. This is 19 weeks in at the time Hall's been around and he's like, it's a new thing. This is this new rebel company with yeah, a bunch of I young like guys. I like how he calls it the outlaw rebels, uh, whatever, whatever word yeah, he used, yeah, wild, yeah. wild west, however he uh, described yeah. it. Outlaw was the word he used a few yeah. times. I thought that was yeah. interesting. And, and that yeah. really describes NWATNA in a nutshell at this point. Yeah, it was interesting. It was an outlaw. Well, think about it. It's everybody who didn't get signed to WWE at the time. So ECW there's all guys. ECW, WCW guys. That's who's showing up here, including rookies like AJ Styles, who was in the who was in the in the mix at WCW uh, company closed before you know he got to go anywhere. So all these guys who are just about to break through and go somewhere, that that's who's here. And and some guys never got signed to WWF at the time. That's who we got to, to deal with over here. So it's it's really cool because it really is like an outlaw. It's yeah, like, yeah. But, but one one highlight from this interview um, is that Tanay um, mentions to Scott. You know, you've won all of these titles. He mentions his title history, but there's one thing that you that has avoided you your entire career: World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, he played like match. twice. Yeah, it came up a few times. Yeah, and that is true. Hall has never, Hall has never won the heavyweight title, and that's he's always been 
the other uh you know the second title the tag champ you know tag champ everywhere he goes but never the heavyweight belt so it's kind of interesting i would love now knowing since they played that out a few times i'd love if they like stretch this out even further like if they built this up to like you've you're, you've never been a world champion look at ron, me ron killings i've been I, I was here only a couple of weeks and i won the world title but look you've been in this business for 30 years you haven't won anything you know really milk that yeah, it creates a more compelling story it's that chase for the gold especially scott hall who even though it's 2002 he's already a veteran at this point he's yeah he's he's already totally a veteran at this point yeah. and imagine he still he keeps going here but we got we got a, a comment from hakeem I want to. I want to save that. I want to. I want to mention it, but Getting I want to bring up this. with that comment. I. I no, 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 no. Just wait. I want to. I want to. I want to recognize this, but I want to bring up this subject for the end of it for a little discussion. Okay. okay. So if we right. can save this for last, just remind us, Hakeem, at the end, because you know the way my mind works on a Saturday night. Please. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't know whatever that's supposed to mean. God damn it, J Bone. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, I got a few of these. So. You got a few more live. You're gonna be out before the quarantine's over pretty fast, J Bone. Uh, we go right from that interview to a, a the match, the title match with Killings and Scott Hall immediately. Third third segment in. This was odd. It really, again, odd to me too. Like title match is right being done right away. Super super early. I don't know why. I'm not sure. Maybe somebody had to go somewhere. They have to be gone. Usually, my experience at AAW, if you move what seems like a main event that early, somebody has to catch a flight. Somebody's got to be out of the venue by that by a certain time. So you're bumping it up. But could be what it was. Uh, Truth comes in, does an opening rap. He tells his fans, uh, "If I, <laughs> they're chanting, you suck, you suck, you suck. And he's like, if I suck, you swallow. Ooh. Oh, I mean, he's he's digging into these fans, man. He's really um, – he says now is a time for a moment of truth. And he uh, accuses uh, the politics. He accuses all the, um, all the all the backstage conspiracy against him, you know. So um, He mentions Jeff Jarrett as a possibility for Mr. Wrestling 3, which yes. is still the big speculation, the big whodunit. Who is yes. it? It's the whodunit. Who, who is Mr. Wrestling 3? That he's, he's making a ton of accusations. Uh, he says, well, like my opponent, Scott Hall says, don't bring it. And he like fucks, he kind of fucks up the line. The don't sing it, bring it. And he's like, don't bring it. Say, uh, don't sing it. That was it. a flubble. It was for it was the uh, blooper reel. Definitely in the blooper reel. Uh, one of those things where I wish when Scott Hall came out and took the mic, because he basically took the mic and kind of shot back. And I wish he would have said, and the real way to do the line and the real way to do a line you know, is. That was a good one. I'd like to hear in the comments quick uh, what your favorite like wrestling uh, blooper on the mic is of all time. But I think the greatest ever, Trent and J-Bone, is yes. Sid Vicious on Nitro. Oh. I, I have half the brain that you do. Kind of, I, have, I have half the man that you are. I have, to have half the brain that you do. And I got half the brain that you do. <laughs> Another classic Sid one was with, on WWF, I think SummerSlam or what it was. And he's like, I'm going to tell you. Oh, fuck that. Let me try that again. And then JR's like, we're live, pal. He's like, let me tell you one more time. What's going to happen? We're like, live, pal. One more time. We're live, pal. That's literally what it was. He was like, we're live, pal. But, um, you know, they go right at it. Match goes in. Um, pretty standard match. You know, this is like, you know, they're both pretty active. Scott Hall looked good. He's, he's, uh, he looks healthy here uh, despite ups and downs he was having. But he looked pretty good. 
It definitely looked uh, looked fresh, had a good energy to him. Mr. Wrestling 3 interferes, and he attacks Scott Hall. And Scott Hall unmasks him. Gets the mask off, but still, still they keep teasing you. He teased you. The mask is off, but the guy covers up. Tanae and Wes going nuts. Can you see his face? Can you see his face? Who is it? Oh, my God. The guy rolls into his hoodie and apparently puts another mask on or something. Because Tanae mentions, like, he was able to put something else on. Jay, did you catch this? He, like, put something else on and then ran out through the audience. Yeah, Scott unmasked him in the ring. Of course, the camera's on the back side of him, so he, so he yeah. covers his face. All you can see is his tuft of blonde hair. So we know he's got some kind of blonde hair. I didn't even catch that. He had blonde Jared, hair. Jared, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. It happened so fast you couldn't tell. But he rolls out of the ring, still covering up. Don West is screaming, "Let's get a, let's get a camera over there! What's going on? He's losing his mind!" And all of a sudden, by the time a camera actually does get over there, he's got another mask on from under side of the ring. So whoever yeah. this is, he was ready. The funny part of it is when they quick show him the, the the mask is like, "Oh, he's got the one eyeball looking out the wrong way, and the nose is over here." So yeah, and then he quick takes off, jumps the rail, and boom, hightails it out. So we still don't know who it is. All we know is that he's got what looks to be blonde hair. I mean, whoever it is is young. Looks pretty young. Has uh, is is pretty wily. You know, Kyle. He's a, he's a he's a wily youngin because he's flip. He's just kind of quick to jump out and yeah, run yeah. around, and get out of the play. But Skittish. Didn't look like a Jared to me. They definitely not look like a Jeff Jared to me, if anything. But uh, uh, well, we'll see. We're gonna find out. Quick question from Hakeem Fullerton. Hey, Trent, if I made an article talking about the ten best matches from AAW, do you have suggestions? I do. We can connect off the air about that. There's a lot feature current impact talent as well. So there's quite a bit I, I can definitely it. work on. Do one more right here. I wanted to. Did yeah, good. It says, this. did Hall win the World Heavyweight Championship in AWA? That's a great question. I he did not. Did not. He, he Kurt Henning did. Kurt I, Henning yeah, I, was say, I, I knew he and Kurt Henning were like a tag team. They were tag team champions. Uh, yeah. Henning versus Bachwinkle. Great. Bachwinkle. Classic oh, match. Bachwinkle. My goodness. Yeah, now, there is a legend worth talking about. I mean, for another time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, Scott Hall's got some good uh, AWA stuff when he's got the old uh, porn star look. Oh, yeah. When he was. Oh, uh, the, the perm? I mean, oh, big Scott Hall. I mean, dude, even his nickname was very porny, you know, Big Scott Hall. Big Scott. Me and Kev were, uh, were hanging out. I mean, call me Big Scott Hall. And he's like, bro, you need to. He had to shave that mustache. You're looking he, like straight up porn star. He <laughs> looked like uh like, like a like a, like if Magnum TA and something like that. Uh yeah. to, who, who the hell was that that uh Mag uh, was that uh oh Magnum PI had a baby. Well Magnum TA was a combo of, of you know he, he was in, the name was influenced from him looking like Magnum PI. Oh yeah. TA Terry Allen. T- Terry Magnum TA, aka Tessa Blanchard's stepfather. How about yeah, that? Huh? Yeah, yeah, it all ties back in, boys. It all ties uh, back. Truth retains. He's still uh, still heavyweight champion, so no titles. Short match, so it's like not even seven minutes long. Super, super short match. Uh, you know, again, I don't know. It was kind of a random match to throw in in that sense. I didn't really feel there's enough build on this one, especially if you're gonna put a guy like Scott Hall's caliber. Third match on the our second match on the card, not much build. 
I felt we could have done something more of this. I feel like at this point, we're we're like in a holding pattern with with Ron Killings' title reign because of this Mister Wrestling Three thing. So we're like, where do we go? We even go with him right now, but um, we'll find out once the reveal happens. But uh, we run from that right away. We go right to um, uh, Jeff Jarrett coming out, and he declares a bounty on Mister Wrestling Three's head. We say it's bound. That's it. Kurt Hennig comes out and says, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett's dumb. You're an idiot. Uh, he accuses Jeff Jarrett of being Mr. Wrestling 3. He's like, isn't it funny? You're never in the same place at the same time. Why is that? So back and forth, him and Jarrett. The accusation's placed on there. There's a bounty. We're, we're basically seeing this like, oh, is Jarrett diverting us from it being Wrestling 3? Is he, is he telling the truth? Does he really want to know who it is? What did you guys get out of this one, Kyle? What did you think about this? I, well, I have a question in general. Yeah. Uh, at this got? point in uh, the run of Kurt Hennig, yes. why does he love throwing shots at DDP in his promos? I think this is an inside joke. This has to be – I was like catch, catch. catching it. Good catch on that one. I heard that. I was like, this has to be an inside joke because they're like good buddies. If you will. Yeah, it, it was just a rib. It was definitely a rib. I think it was definitely – because what, what was the line, Kyle? What did he say about DDP? I forget, but it was two weeks in a row for sure. Yeah, it was definitely two weeks in a row. And he's like, he said something like, maybe it's a DDP guy or something. He said something about DDP where he's yeah, DDP like, stole his whole look and all or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week and this week he threw another jab in. So I, this, I was listening to that thinking like this has to be some kind of inside rib between the two. You know, at that point, and I think DDP was in the WWF at this point, right? He was yeah. doing the uh, stalker thing. I think it was a little, little like, hey, Jay. Uh, Wrestling three at this point. Now we've seen it from the beginning. Where are you standing on this? Where do you think they're doing, they're trying to go at this point? Uh, Mr. Wrestling three. I actually uh, accidentally found out looking uh, researching other stuff. I found out through with his. So I don't want to. I, I don't want to say anything. I keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I'm not saying. What I'm not. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I, I I know, but so I'm not saying it. I'm not saying, oh, it could be this guy, and then it does end up being that guy. That no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm trying to sell. I'm trying to sell a show here, J Bo, a throwback show. What people aren't going to tune in if you're going to spoilers, J Bo? No, it was completely accidental. It's like you know, I'm on the Impact Plus. You see this lineup of all the stuff underneath, and you see you see things. You, you now, guys. At this rate, I need you to hammer J Bone. Because at this rate, he's bound to look at rebellion spoilers. Uh, you're, you're you're going down a bad path here, J Bone. You're going I, this way. You're going get, no, you're getting sideways with me here. No, well, I'm not. I'm not I, I if I can't keep you from looking at spoilers from 20 years ago, I, I'm gonna have a hard time keeping from rebellion spoilers that are gonna air in two weeks. You're punished, yeah. J Bone. No Monday Night Raw for a month. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to cut you <gasps> off here. We're gonna have to cut you off. Are you but, uh, I'm not allowed to. Watch the competition. No, you better just lock your hunker down there, boy. Hunker, hunker down. Uh, we go right from that, guys. America's most wanted in a three-way uh, tag team match against the Hot Shots, and then Chris and Rick Michaels. Now, these are the two teams, Jay. We talked about this before Kyle started doing these with us. These were the teams that were started getting uh, title shots, like randomly. Hot shots I can see, but Chris and Rick Michaels getting that title shot a couple weeks ago made no sense. We were like, why are they getting a title shot after one win? But these are the two teams now who have been fighting AMW, so it was the three-way tag team match. Uh, pretty exciting. Again, anything involving AMW at this point is like solid shit. This is like unbelievable stuff. 
Jay, did you notice there was less James Storm hate in the crowd on this one than the last couple of weeks? Because he gets hammered by the crowd normally. And he's been like more accepted at, in this match. I noticed in this one, more pops, more signs for him. People were drilling him before, but they're kind of taking it easy on him at this point. Well, he's been uh, – he's been well, the last couple of matches, he's been a little less gimmicky. Like, they're just yes. boom, hitting the ring, kicking ass and taking names. He doesn't go to the corner, up on its second rope, yeah. address, looking at the crowd, looking around with his – with his, uh, you know, his duster and his hat and shooting off his pew, 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 pew. He's not yeah. doing that. He's not doing that the last couple of shows. It's just drop the belts, hit the ring, boom, hit you. I, I got, it's crazy to think, Kyle, as cool as as James Storm is, like he was a total dork <laughs> in the beginning. Like he was a complete dork in NWA TNA in the beginning. It's the like, early awkward years. He had to figure it all out. To, to the point where Chris Harris was like calling him out for being a dork like a couple weeks ago. He's like, he's like, what, 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 the, what are you doing? What is this? Who would have <laughs> what is that this? Became the cowboy. <laughs> I mean, he's like one of the coolest looking dudes now. Let oh, alone, dude, of course. You know, let alone anything else. The dude's cool as shit. Uh, but this was good. I like good point out, Jay Bone. They literally were. Uh, they just like as they came out, it was no fanfare on the entrance. They dropped the belts and ran right to the attack. And for that matter, the naturals or sorry, the hot shots action, dude. I'm telling you, they right to it. The, and the hot shots did a great job too. I liked it. Six minutes and 20 seconds, super short match. Like title matches on this show, really short. Not even seven minutes, but uh AMW retains on this one. It was um quick, but well, I guess this is why they was short. They retain and lights go out. You know, classic wrestling lights out. It's not Sabu, which usually whenever lights go out to Kyle, as we know, in ECW marks, the lights go out, usually it's Sabu. Uh was not Sabu on this one. And they come back up, and it's the new church. It's it's Slash and Brian Lee, who's a new member of the new church now. Now, Trent, I, is that the same primetime Brian Lee from ECW? Same guy. Okay. Same guy. Uh, before you join us for these throwbacks, he was, he's was he been on all the early NWA TNA. He's been there since, Jay, I want to say what? He was on show two, maybe? Started oh, show two or three? Yeah. Yeah, he was... Um, he was... Uh, uh, Don, was it Don Harris? Oh no, yeah, Ron. It was with Ron. Ron, Ron Harris, Ron his Harris. tag team yeah. partner for a yeah, couple weeks. Yeah, it was weeks. his tag partner a few weeks in a row, uh, like a, a month ago. And then uh, Ron went this through this whole weekly thing where he's trying to get a new tag partner in and do, yeah, know, try to get some wins unsuccessfully. But yeah, but yeah, same primetime Brian Lee, Kyle, and he's he's been looking good for all these early weeks. But he was kind of directionless. It was like. Okay, where do we go with them? What do we do with them? People are crazy in the chat today. Kyle, yeah. pop, pop, give. Then you got Zach Bonifer. How long were we waiting for Kyle to stop being nerdy and better looking? Trent, what's up with the cosmetic comments? I don't get it. What is with the cosmetic comments? Let's here, see guys. you people, all right? Let's see you put your faces on here, huh? This is this... like a best. I'm beautiful. I'm not going to. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. I, I'm not gonna get too into this, but lately the cosmetic comments from the listeners yeah. have been. I don't know what's going on, with you guys. Do we? Do we're we? Grimy and grungy. Do we not look good are. or something? I don't get it, man. <laughs> really? Our mom said we are handsome. God damn it! I don't know about you guys, but I waxed before the show. So oh, yeah, you sure not show, You're not sure not showing it off. Well, yeah, we're, we just see we just see all bandana right here. That's because it's a, it's the gimmick. I'm the lollipop and the headband, and you know it's. Right. 
I'm so nerdy. It's like, so I'm wearing my spectacles. I mean, it's also bad, because bad, there's bad, like, bad. Dude, if I if I take off the bandana, the glare was knock out the oh, entire internet. Can't do so that. I'm just, you know. We can't do that. Uh, so a, New Church is attacking the shit out of him. Jim Mitchell's on the mic, dictating chaos. He's like calling the shots. At one point, Brian Lee choke slams uh, look like Sto- Harris off the off the ramp onto a table. Kind of a choppy choke slam. Didn't get the momentum, but he still got him off the ta- off the ramp. Slash. Then and you have Jim. Like this whole time, Jim Mitchell's on the mic dictating terms. So a he's telling, huh? A young Jim, right? How about looking that? Dirty, looking youthful. He still had hair. Yeah. Yeah, the look, the eyebrows were the same. I mean, he looked very um, still just as satanic and creepy. Don't get me wrong, just a little younger. You you missed Kyle Jim Mitchell like maybe six episodes ago. Jay, you remember the book of the Odd Dad? Remember the whole book of the Odd Dad thing where he he did a bloody sacrifice and he he drew a cross on Sonny Siaki's head and and goat's blood. That was the thumbnail. I loved it so much. I made that the thumbnail of one of the first videos that we were doing. It's it's Sonny Siaki with the blood, and he's 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 got him in a someone's got him in a camel clutch, and uh, uh, Reverend is you know putting the goat's blood on his head, and Sonny Siaki is just screaming, "Uh oh, oh, uh oh, uh oh!" Greg is not going to be happy. Dun, dun, dun. Should have got Rush Order's second day air on that Ethernet cable. So <laughs> I, went done. I went right to Staples in the midst of COVID, COVID crisis. So uh, as we continue on while Trent is in uh, stream connection hell. Hang on, I'm getting a message. We're getting a message here. We have lost the Trent Meister. He pulled a Kyle. Hey, pulling a Kyle is changing. But I've been showing up a lot lately. <laughs> Trying to change the definition of that. <laughs> oh, poor Trent. He'll be back. All right. Yeah, he just messaged us. He's like, damn it. Trent All right. So asking his face into the keyboard right now is what he's doing. He is. He's probably he probably just destroyed like 10 I monitors. I know that guy. All right. So um as, as long as we're stalling, let's uh l- let's have that discussion that I was gonna save towards the end. Uh, we'll just have it now. All right. All right. So uh, about 24 hours. Actually, no. Was it 24 hours? No, the it was Tyler like. The J-Bone Show. It's. <laughs> on 102.5 Total Nonstop Impact Radio. <laughs> WTNI. WTNI. <laughs> the Kyle and J-Bone Show. I don't know if that's going to get us in trouble. I don't know if there's a WTNI out there. But you know what there is now. Uh, we'll we'll copyright that shit. Hey. All right. So big news hit the internet's uh, within the last what twenty four hours? I, I believe it was just uh, over twenty four hours. You don't ago. miss a beat, do you? I mean, it's your job for the show. I expect you to, but you don't miss nothing. No, I I don't. I don't. You know, and it's you know, and, and people message you shit. It's ridiculous. Um, so uh, there is uh, some hot free agents out on the market in the world of wrestling. Uh, the Revival, one of WWE's best tag teams, finally got released officially after they've been uh, begging for the last oh year or so. 
to get their release because they have been unhappy. Hey, no yawning, damn it. I'm talking here. <laughs> you know, when you when you bring up the WWE talk, I get a little tired. Like, excuse I know, me. I know. Excuse well, me. it's it's I'm just excuse saying me. where they're from. We're not gonna talk about them. Continue. Not, all right. So the revival are free agents. Now, while everybody assumes because of a certain tweet or a couple tweets that went out approximately a year ago saying, oh, yes, someday, yes, someday the Revival will wrestle the Young Bucks. Or depending on who it was from, you might have seen the Young Bucks will wrestle the Revival. Now, while everyone assumes that um, they'll go to AEW, nothing's official yet. They just had some merch go up to ProWrestlingTees.com. But Jay Bone. Are you looking at me, J-Bone? Yeah, I'm, yeah. There's money right there. Oh, you're preaching to the choir, bro. Because one half of those tag team champs already called it out. Okay. Ethan Page. Match Ethan, I would look forward to. Ethan Page. Take my money. Yeah, right. Take all the money. Take my money. Ethan Page retweeted the announcement from WWE and said, hey, we uh, we going to make this happen or what? And uh, that certainly caught the eye of uh, several wrestling fans and uh, news pages the like. Um, so I want to now, – now, whether you assume or not, and I've said this for the last seven years, I've been six, seven years I've been doing this, you never – ever assume in the world of professional wrestling because 90% of the time you end up wrong never anyway. Say never. Exactly. You never say never. You can never assume you know what's in the mind of these guys that have been sitting on the shelf the last several months not even wrestling and they got a lot of time to think on their heads. They're not on their own. They got family time now. They're refocused. They're getting healthier. So I want to spark the discussion while our host comes in here. Where's Trent? Where where is Trent? Where is I want to say do you want to see the revival versus any tag team in Impact Wrestling as we bring our host back in here? I'm I'm shooting up There no. he is. Sorry, guys. Uh, Trent, what's it's going okay, on? It's okay, man. We, we kept the discussion going. I just right, popped a huge question. It's all good. worried about you. Bit of an interruption. Apologize. Thanks for keeping that going, guys. Sorry about that. No problem. Uh, we left. Uh, where do we leave off? Now, you, you said you posed the question to the chat, Jake. I just posed we a question to the chat. Talk, the inevitable. I, I, I decided to bring the end discussion of the show to the middle just yeah. because of circumstances. Waiting for you, you I appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, we left off on that whole thing with Jim Mitchell. Like I said, he pretty much warned everybody, this is it. This is going to be the, you know, this is the, the new churches here, and they're about to take over. So just to round that off. So sorry about that. A little bit of a little bit of a technical problem there, but uh, okay. I'm back. Sorry about that. You're going to get J-Bone to edit some of that out, maybe. As long as, as, long as there's no dead air. Kyle, you yeah. you know oh, better than anybody. No dead air. No, no. No dead air. That's all Girl. we got to Make sure of. It's all good. It's a hot topic for J-Bone. Don't you worry. 
<laughs> uh, now we go from this, guys, to another Mike today sit down. We got two on one show, and he's with Bullet Bob Armstrong, and he's sitting there with he's sitting there with Don Harris as his security, as his muscle. Bullet Bob's sitting there. He's saying, um, he's uh, he's like, I'm changing the rules, DQs. If you purposely get a, uh, this, yourself disqualified, you're going to lose the belt. Because I know I've been accused of playing favorites. I've been accused of some, some wonky decisions around here. That's why I'm going to start a tournament. So he's starting a heavyweight uh, number one contender tournament. I think J-Bone, what, did he say eight guys? It's going to be four matches, eight people doing this? Yes. Did I get that right? Okay. So four matches, eight guys are going to compete in this tournament to determine a new number one contender for the title. So Bullet Bob's putting it out there, and he said, as for a little security, he's putting... Don Harris as the referee for each one of these matches. So already this is weird. Really weird already. Um, and you're going to see that in just a second as the match goes on. So basically, he tells you that's what's going on. We at least well, Now we know going forward for the next couple of weeks, we got contender matches happening. So we're going to see where that goes. Now we go right from it to one of those contender matches. It's going to be Ron Harris. Taken on was it? It's six, right? Ron Harris took on six on this one. What the name? I uh, I'm sorry, not BG James. I, it was they mentioned six was injured and wouldn't compete tonight. So yeah, they said six was supposed to take on um, Jer um, not Jerry. Excuse me. Wow, uh, Lawler Jr. Brian Lawler, yeah, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and they mentioned he injured his hip in the match last week with AJ Styles, so he wouldn't be on. But BG James is there. So it's BG James taking on Ron Harris. So this was uh you know pretty much a, a standard type match. Five minutes. Don Harris is the referee on this one. Now he was getting a little weird in there. Kyle playing a little favorites with his brother. What do you think? I, it was kind of a strange little uh referee. Really rough, Trent, what do you think? They're twins after all. They are twins. Twin so, magic? Oh, sorry. It was it, he was a little, little hands on, a little handsy with everybody. Not the um, not the best referee. I wouldn't say the fairest referee. Uh, it was wait, hold on, hold on, pause. Trent, welcome to the Kyle and J Bone show. Thanks, thank you, little Lord. I pre you didn't have to you didn't have to display that one, J Bone. <laughs> that one. Uh, he uh, it was weird, but it's in the middle of this match. We had cutbacks. To the back where Jeff Jarrett's brawling with Kurt Henning, bloodying the shit out of Kurt Henning. What the hell happened to Kurt Henning? Like he looked like he hit an artery. The guy looked like it was a massacre. We cut to that. He there's a bloody Kurt Henning back there. He was we attacked. Go. He was attacked by Jeff Jarrett earlier in the night during yeah. another match. He's attacked there. Uh we go back to the match. We go back again to the back, and Goldilocks is trying to check out Kurt Henning. Uh it's like back and forth backstage to match the match was anything crazy special you know so like this if you're gonna fit in a you know a, a little sidebar storyline like this perfect match to do and then uh again now don getting a little handsy with the referee now bullet bob comes out bullet bob comes out and fires the referee in the middle of the, in the middle of the whole thing fires the referee in the middle of the match this i thought was interesting he's like you're fired you're gonna act like this you're done he freaks out. little confusion. Ron Harris is there. BG James rolls him up for the win. I think Rudy Charles ends up running and counting the win. So after this is all over, you have um, Don 
walking back up, like, you know, following Bullet Bob, making, hey, come here, turn around, talk to me. He's like, get away from me. Turn around, talk to me. Get away from me. Third turnaround, decks him in the face, knocks out a 67-year-old man. What kind of man does that? Right in what the kind mush. Of, a right in the mush. That's who. Takes him out, takes off. BG wins the match. I thought this was funny, though. BG wins the match, sees his dad down, but still has enough sense to do this as, on his way up the ramp. J-Bone, did you catch this? He He's like, oh, shit, my dad's knocked out. He gets out of the ring, and he still, he still goes, eh, raises his hands in victory, and then runs over to his dad. I'm like, I win! <laughs> you, still had time, you still had time to pop for, for yourself while you're supposed to check on your dad? Um, goes over, gets his dad, you know, picks him up, you know, stumbles back in, bullet bob, knocked out. Uh, you know, this is obviously a feud setting up here with these guys. So I think I remember where this ends up going. And if it is what I remember, this is going to be fun. Uh-oh. So keep stay tuned on this. One. I have no clue. This is, I think I remember where this one went. It's, it is kind of fun. So let's stay tuned on that one. But you got to love, dude, Bullet Barb Armstrong, total sidebar. He's, a, he's the father of BG James, the road dog. He's 70, I want to say 78 now or something. I, I forgot what he is. And he's fighting cancer. He's uh, fighting cancer, and he's not. He's refusing the treatments. He's like, "Look, I'm done. Oh, um, I'm." He's like, "He's like, I don't want to put my body through it." But dude, he's at he's at his uh his son's house, and he's he's fucking lifting weights. He's, he's still, still hitting it. Out. I you saw see that video? Yeah. Holy sick. shit, dude! He's still hitting the lat pull down, and he's like knocking down hundreds of pounds. And because and they were, I think his the brother posted it. And he's like, look, he just doesn't want to put his body through chemo. You get, you know, he's like, whatever. It's just, it is what it is now. I'm just going to live it out. But dude, just killing it on the fucking weights. Like that old man strength, Kyle, that old man strength. Oh, yeah. You, you ever you ever fight, you ever get into a fight with an old man? I feel like you've pissed off an old man or two. No, no, I've seen it. I've witnessed it at a couple bars. I've seen some old men duke it out with some youngsters. And I've seen the old man come out on top. But not me personally. I don't, I don't get in scuffles. Oh. I'm a good boy. You're a good boy. Okay. He All may right. be a scumbag, but he ain't that much of a scumbag. I'm a wuss. I'm not out fighting. J-Bone, have you ever fought an old man? Have you ever <laughs> or or have you ever just gotten out of line and get your ass handed to you by an old man with the old man strength? Uh, my dad has old man strength. My dad does have that. Strength. My dad he's my dad's got my dad's got that old man strength. One, I remember one time he was like, he's like, come here, boy. And he plays like he's like, I'm gonna put you in a full Nelson. And let's see if you think you can get out of this. I'm like, <laughs> what are you going to do? My old man puts me in a full Nelson lock. Oh, man. And I'm like, I got it. I'm like, let me try. Dude, I, watch wrestling. Got, I can handle this. Got me down. No, nah, it's not. The, the, the stuff on TV doesn't work against old man strength. Real life da- old man dad strength yeah, does not work. I, I couldn't get out of it. He got locked me down, pinned me down. I was like, Jesus. So that's it's a real thing. Bullet by Ron Shrunk, tough sounds, as nails. Sounds tough like as child nails. abuse to me, Trent. No, not too bad. Not too bad. It was a little discipline, a little brown discipline. Back in the nineties, there was no such thing as child abuse back then. Different time. (laughs) Um, We go to another. The next match that comes up here is uh, Jorge Estrada and Priscilla. This is announced the mixed tag team match, which caught Mike Tanay off guard. He's like, "What do you mean a mixed tag?" He's like, "A steel team with Mortimer Plumtree to take on Jorge and Priscilla." He goes. Well, I guess they considered. Uh, we know what they think of what JB thinks of Mortimer Plumtree. So, uh, but Mortimer <laughs> gets gets on the mic and he says, "Us Plumtrees don't get our hands dirty. We don't fight. This isn't what we do." Uh, you know, so we. I, he's like, "I got somebody else to fight for me. I got a great. I got a great substitute." 
And he's like, he's more man than any of you will be in a team. Brings out Bruce, Miss TNA. Bruce comes out there. You think the name? You think the name Bruce is like a little uh, like jab at Bruce Pritchard? That's a good question. I love doing stuff like that, like naming characters after other. Uh, That's a good question. Love doing. I, I always think of Virgil. You know, Virgil yeah. was yeah, Dusty's real name, right? That could be. That could very well be. I don't Miss know. TNA Bruce. Miss TNA Bruce. That could very well be. Uh, I was. I have a question here in the chat from. Uh, let's see. We got a Trent. Did you call? Did he call you a jabroni while he was doing it? Dude, he called me a lot more worse names than that. Jabroni would have been tame. <laughs> jabroni would have been way tame. It's not time for that. We'll bring yeah. the uh, psychiatrist on. The ther- <laughs> therapist. Another uh, podcast. Another time. I did have my dad. I, I didn't have him on the show, Kyle. What do we do? We did a soundbite with my dad one time. Didn't we do a little mini yeah, review of the well, old man? Yeah, you had a little sit down with Papa. And we did have a, a, a soundbite of him, which I'll bring back for uh, the weekly review. I'll yeah, it was on the weekly. For you. I'll get a new one from him, too. But I remember yeah. my dad was... He stayed with me while I broke his ankle. I, he had to watch Impact while I did the review. It was interesting. He, it was interesting. He, Father and son Impact review. He, he loved he loved Brian Cage. Brian. Big Brian Cage guy. He liked him. What do you got, J-Bone? My dad watched wrestling with me. Eric in the chat says, I know what's going to happen to the Harris twins in the upcoming coming pay-per-views. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. Eric, you're like 100 shows ahead of us. <laughs> Good, Eric. You. Keep that to yourself, Eric. Eric went nuts. And he watched He watched like all of them. He already watched all the, the Wednesday night shows. He's already got He's already got the whole thing done. Um, but uh, no, he called me worse than a jabroni, guys. Let's just let's leave it at that. I'll, I'll have to bring Papa, Papa Z back on the show. And have him call me a jabroni in you front of everybody. Belt, Trent. Did you get the belt? I did not get the. I, I've gotten the belt when okay. I had me. I'm talking like the actual belt I've gotten for sure. Okay. I didn't get. I didn't get a, ch- a title belt. That's for damn sure. No, no. Okay. I got the real belt. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, you want a belt, you little bastard? Yeah, here's your fucking belt. Your you know, <laughs> <laughs> belt. No. Uh, yeah. I got. I got the Calvin Klein belt to the. You know, to the fucking to the chops. But uh, here's your title. No. <laughs> I gotta bring him back on. Kyle, it's a good idea. Let's bring him back, him back on. I'm gonna make him out of context watch Rebellion or something. I'm like, Dad, I want you to watch this show. I'll just lie and, to him and tell him that Tara is going to be on the show, and then <laughs> just lie to him. <laughs> just be like, Ah, oh, she couldn't make it. Travel issues, something. COVID. The old man, he did. He did love Tara. He was a big Tara oh. fan. He got to hang out with her at, at her restaurant in Chicago. Oh. Love Tara. Get a bonus. Uh, Great, great stuff. Uh, short little tag team match here, though. A Steel and Bruce get the win on Jorge Estrada and Priscilla. Uh, I did like that they're giving Jorge something here, but not enough that's going to carry him too far. It seems like you, you can just tell. It kind of just went too long. Like, you know, this was an act yeah. show, but I feel like this match is probably the stinker on the card. Yeah. It, it, it's like they started something a couple weeks ago and they're like, we got to just, we got to wrap this up somewhere. We don't really, where are you going to go with it? Yeah. Uh, there was really nowhere to go with it. You're kind of pigeonholing yourself. Jorge's still doing that flying Elvis thing. What are you going to do with it? Jay, when you got something to say? Looks I like would, if itching. I would have constructive criticism here, obviously, yeah. you know, we fantasy book stuff here and there. If I was booking this show, I would have kept all the matches the same except for this one. I would have taken out this one and maybe put it at the end between um, the, the Siaki – Jerry Lynn match and the AJ Styles amazing red match or you know something like that some little like bring the crowd down and wall run back just up to, to the main just to keep the tournament matches like all together yeah yeah some, something to kind of space it a little bit you're right though it would have been better to 
kind of bring it out. It was in a weird spot. Yeah, I mean, it's in a very strange spot because we go right from that to a total cluster of a match here, though. Um, Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Henning in the, in the tournament match only lasted a minute 13. This was short. Jared gets the win on this one. Jay, break this one down for me. I, I, I want you to break this one down. You're the detail guy. Kyle piggyback off this. But what? what a minute 13? A minute 13 between Kurt Henning and Jeff Jared? It's a quick, What's going on? It's a quickie for sure. Yeah, no shit. But what happened? Jay, we'll break this one down. Oh, yeah, because Henning is already looking like you know yesterday's trash coming down to the ring. His head's uh, all wrapped. He's still, but they didn't clean him up perfect. one bit. It's like he just walked out of a car wreck. He yeah, did. Basically. He was beat up, man. Yeah, and the car wreck also fell out of a plane at 35,000 feet. Um, That's one hell of a wreck. You know, Kurt Hennig walking through the entranceway all bandaged <laughs> up and bloody. That's like when you're and out he's, with your friends. He's doing this. He's tumbling. Like he's tumbling. You drink too much and you pass out and get sick. And then you come back like an hour later and like your friend's yeah. like, oh, he's alive. You know, he's oh, shit. back for more. That, that's what it is. He's ready like you're, for you're talking from experience, yeah. Kyle, aren't Experience. you? Experiences. <laughs> My childhood, Trent. I, I, I probably had a couple of those back in the day, or I should say I, I knew a Last weekend, yeah, Um, whatever. Oh no! no. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! I can't do that anymore. Um, (laughs) Father Bone over here. No, I just Daddy Father Bone. Go ahead, go ahead, Jay. Finish your thoughts. Just don't call me Daddy. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ! This is what happens. We go after dark, guys. We go late night with these reviews. This this is the kind of shit that starts getting said over here. It's getting crazy. <laughs> but Go yeah, ahead, and he doesn't even make it down to the ring. He's getting hit with chairs, and uh, he he gets hit with the stroke. And it's uh, you know we haven't seen the stroke in a while, so uh, that was it no. was kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, there you go. One, two, three. Kurt Hennig is uh, still a hot mess and has to get help out. out. It was it, it. We didn't get much out of it. We didn't get much play out of this. I mean, Kurt Henning in a minute thirteen. That's like shit. Now he's not gone. I can reassure people that there's more to happen with Kurt Henning. I remember that. But uh, yeah, that was a weird way to get him out of that title picture. Like done. Jarrett killed so, slap nuts. Yeah, he definitely gave. Yeah, right. Slapped by the nuts. There was a comment in the chat. Uh, I, this is interesting. Just complete sidebar. This is from my my boy Andrew here. But he was saying uh, anybody's dad commentating over the uh, the Tessa Elgin and Eddie match would be entertaining. I think that's the one I gotta have much. Like, all right, Dad. Now, what you know about traditional wrestling's out the window. Yeah. This woman's gonna fight these guys. So what do you think? I, I would love to hear the old man talk about that one. Just to hear. He might ask pretty right. cool. It might be like, you know, he might be like, oh, that's what they're doing, huh? Okay. This is interesting. But he's going to kill her. That big guy's going to kill her. That's what he's going to say. What, 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 how's she going to fight them? So, you know, the practicalities that come out. I really need to make him watch that match. I'm really thinking about that now. We'll see if I can get the old man down. I, I'm quarantined for a month, guys. Like, it's safe to say I can go in their house now, right? Am I safe to go into the house? Kyle, you're a former COVID survivor here. Yeah, yeah. Can, well- I, can I go in the house now? You got to take a page out of my book. You got to put the mask on. You got to put the gloves on. You got to wear your hazmat suit. I mean, I went over there today. I sat on the patio with them, but I couldn't go in the house. I was like, ah, I shouldn't go in the house. Wait, but I mean, I've been, I'm safe. Spread the COVID to your parents, Trent. You might be carrying. You might be carrying. I've been, I've been home for a month. How can I be carrying? I haven't done shit. I've been, I've been inside. I've been in these walls for a month. You haven't I, I got, at all? Dude, I, I haven't gone to the grocery store. I haven't done shit. I have. And then, like, 
Are you eating, Trent? You all right? You all I lost 10 pounds, but I am eating. I got Nurse Nicole picking up my food for me. It's great. All right. It's great. She's a nurse. She's already exposed. I'm like, if hey, if you're going out to the grocery store, why why risk my exposure? Why don't you pick up some stuff? I'll send you the cash. Well, the and coronavirus she, is on the food. She gives you the food. You uh, go to your parents on the patio. Your parents pick up COVID from interacting with you. And that's that's just how it goes, Trent. I hear right. that. I hear that COVID is pretty creepy. It's, it's it slides underneath the doors and does God knows what to you in the middle of the night. Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> what are we doing, man? We're, we got we cannot go after dark anymore. This is what happens. No, no. This is what happens. Let's We've turned COVID into a sexual reference. Let's get back to uh, the review. Uh, Jesus. All right, here we go. So uh, the next one, the next one was was by the star match of the uh, Basil's in the chat. What's up, Basil? Oh, uh, the star. The star match of the show. This was the highlight. I think Sonny Siaki in 1501. This match kicked all sorts of ass, including each other. Got to give this one as the the top one. Even though I know the main is heralded as like the big attraction, I think this match stole the show. J-Bone, give me your thoughts on this one. What did you think about this one? Oh, I, I watched this one twice. It was so damn good. Yeah, I loved it. I, I absolutely would have. Really? I would have put the last like three decent tournament matches to headline this show and made this one the headliner. And that's not knocking um, amazing red and uh, AJ styles by no means, but yeah. which certainly deserved to headline because it was that good. Um, and uh, apparently from what um, today said, the internets were uh, the, the, the infancy of the internets were talking about the headliner as well, but yeah, the Siaki versus Jerry Lynn, Jerry Lynn looked like he was back to a hundred percent here not limping all over the place. Um, yep. And I tell you, I, I pulled one thing out of here, which is completely out of left left field, and it's uh, it's it's the curse of the J-Bone, I swear to God. Curse um, of the bone. When, when you look the in the crowd. The bone. The crooked bone. It, it's, it's the, yeah, it's it's always, and anyways. Um, oof, yeah, late night, Jesus. Um there was a, uh, you say a, a big <laughs> fan of Brucey in the crowd. There was a fan in the crowd, all decked out, uh-huh. Tierra, sachet across. Oh, I didn't see this. And oh yeah, go back and it's like right if if the you look at the ramp where the guys are duking that out on the ramp towards the end of the match or right at the end where they're going up the ramp, right in the corner of the entrance. On the one side, uh-huh. you'll see a guy in a very tight red gown, Tierra Sachet says Miss TNA. I was like, oh my god, it's Brucey Jr. <laughs> was it near was it near those heel section guys? Was he by those guys? The heel section dudes? It was right was where he by those? one you know that one chick that always tries to uh make sure that her chair doesn't get taken. Yes, yes, it's right there. Who, who is that? Who is that lady? She is always fighting back with all the wrestlers. Like she doesn't play it long at all. Just trying to get she herself doesn't. over. She, she, yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, and she always gets some camera time, and because of it, it's it's always. hilarious. The first time she had camera time, remember, Jay? We thought she was part of the show, and I told totally, her I didn't remember this lady at all from my, my first watching of this. But because yeah, she was so charismatic, she was like she acted like she was. Yeah, yeah. It's William. We, we thought she was a plant. What's up? It's William Gardner's aunt. Yes, the, the original front row, the original front row uh, person, 
the original front row ca- captain there. But it's uh, the, the vest no. gal instead of the vest guy. I like how there's a little Plumtree Jr. in the crowd too. A lot of cosplay going on at NWITNA. It was a part. Think about this, guys. Every party. Wednesday night, you had a destination. Time. A destination. Imagine you live locally over there, right? And it's like every Wednesday, you and your buddies had a place to go. Every yeah. Wednesday, hey, we're going to wrestling. You know, they kept the prices fair. Quite, uh, quite rowdy. Dude, I mean, what a rowdy. blast to do midweek. Something oh, yeah. to do midweek. And these shows party, were man. 10 bucks, Trent. These were 10 bucks a week. 10 bucks a week to order on pay-per-view. I think the, the tickets in the arena were, I think, 15 or 20 for, like, first row, and the rest were all, like, 10, 10 bucks maybe? 12 bucks? General. They kept man. them... They, yeah, they kept it very fair locally. Pay per view was nine ninety five. That was it. Nine ninety nine. Now, now, Trent, I was able to watch from NWA TNA number one live the night it aired. Correct. Number one. Where did you hear about it? Like, how did you find out that they were doing their first show? I'm trying to remember. The big thing at the time was the message boards. That wow. was the big thing. Was message boards early days and like all you heard early, early. There was no Twitter, guys. No Twitter. The message boards were blowing up about this new thing. I think I saw some ads pop up. A couple of wrestlers talking about MySpace. MySpace was a big one, too, at the time. I got MySpace <laughs> talking no, about it. Pre-MySpace. This is 2002, man. This is early. No, MySpace is around. This In is right, right at MySpace time. Oh, I was thinking like, like, yeah, four, sure? oh, I, I thought, I thought MySpace like America was like late AOL. 2000s. Yeah. No, no. This was MySpace was around because I remember – adding a couple of these guys on at the time. Like there was a couple of guys I ended up friending on MySpace here, but, uh, uh, but question, why were they filming in Nashville at the time? Uh, original company was formed. By, yeah. The fairgrounds. Yes, fairgrounds is a classic building going back to the old USWA days. This is a, this is a, a historic building in pro wrestling history. A uh, lot of stuff went on here. I mean, talking classic matches, you know, going back to the fifties and sixties, and the Jarretts were the original owners. Jarretts, who, if anybody knows, Jerry Jarrett and Jerry Lawler owned Memphis. They were the yeah, Memphis yeah. promoters for the longest time. This is Nashville, obviously blending it into over to Nashville. So this was Jeff doing it with his dad. That's where the, the influence came in. So that's why. But Nashville, very Tennessee in general, very historic state for pro wrestling. So that's why. I got to go to the asylum once. I'm so happy watching when I watch these shows. I got to go one time for last year's homecoming show. That was nice. That was awesome, dude. It just finally getting to do it. Uh, you know, Basil is in the chat. Basil is there with me. We all went down. So oh. it was a very for guys for guys like us who, who ordered all the shows, like he said he's uses allowance to buy them. It was a it was pretty historic to be in that building, man. I gotta give it to it. But uh, Siaki wins, guys. Moves on. Jerry Leon beats Jerry Leon. I want to talk about Siaki for a second, Trent. Uh, yes, please. It's been, it's been a thing I bring up every time I come on because, you know, for a while you were saying, you know, you love Sonny and uh, you always felt he's super underrated, which I agree. Super underrated. I think a guy puts on a hell of a match in ring. But at this point at NWA TNA number 19, I'm going to give him a yeah. lot of time to get better and better. But my issue with Sonny was not his match, but it was his interview mm-hmm. before the match. Felt like when he's on the microphone, it's a little too much dollar uh, oh, store rock. It was, it was, uh, store rock. It was, cr- and, yeah, but it was creepy. He's talking, talking in third person. It was, it was a little cringy on the microphone, but his in ring performance was totally stellar. But I'm going to give him some episodes to get a little more crisp. Yeah. Better MC. Uh, 
Yeah, I've got. I, I didn't. I didn't point out the Jerry. Jerry and Sonny both had a pre-match, right? They. I know Jerry was with Goldie. I'm trying to remember what Sonny was. Who did Sonny? He interviewed with Goldie. Also, yeah, I can't yeah. remember who mm-hmm. that was with. Yeah. Yeah. They both had a thing with Goldie, right? So I didn't. Yeah, but you're right. I know what you mean. I think about that now that I see it. Huh? A little cheesy. I, I see. Yeah, I get it though. You're right because I'm like. Man, why was he doing the same thing as The Rock? Yeah, the third, third person. He's doing the little, uh, the little peck jiggle. You know what I'm saying? All the little yeah. mannerisms. I, I mean, you know. Well, the crowd let him he's... have it too. The chance throughout the whole match, they were calling uh-huh. him Rock wannabe. All sorts of rock. Oh, really? I didn't things. get that. Oh yeah, go back and listen to the crowd. Uh, rowdy asylum and he, crowd. And he and he responds to him too. He, I mean, he acknowledged him. You know, he. You know, when they were saying something, he looked at them and he was like, wow. So, yeah, he, they, he was getting some serious heat from the crowd, and it was uh, it was working. It was really working. He can't Whatever be, he was he doing, can't be that surprised. Hated, it was working. He can't be that surprised. I mean, he's a Samoan guy who has the same structure as a rock, you know, I mean, doing all the same mannerisms and, and the, the talk. It's like, what are you surprised people are making the rock, yeah, <laughs> rock yeah. reference here? Uh, wait, uh, I got to point this out. The beast are coming to his own. Yes, yes. Give it, give it to him. I mean, let's see where he goes. He, I know he he comes into his own a year from now, as he's even more into his own. Uh, I got to point one thing out though. Um, uh, homecoming was epic. We marked out the dressing. room. Yeah, we shot pros. Yeah, the dressing room, the, the sports entertainment extreme dressing room. We marked out being in that thing. But um, there was another the beast. Scroll for a second there, J Bone. There was a there was a comment from I think the Beast, and he mentioned I was at homecoming last year. Interesting, yeah, we were there, man. Hope we could have connected, but uh, maybe some, some other else. time. Some other time, some other time. But it, no, we we marked out. For, I marked out for the concession stand. How about that? The one you could see on some of these these TNA shows in the background with the big red canopy. I marked out for. That. I'm like, there's the concession stand. Basil can totally attest to this. I'm like, dude, it's the concession stand that you'd always see on TNA. Holy shit, we're in the fucking asylum. This is crazy. So like, yeah. Hey, 200 shows, 200 weeks of watching this on pay-per-view. That was a pretty historic moment to go into. Oh, that. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, you notice certain things, and then you walk in a place that you've seen on TV a bunch of times, and it's like the place becomes a character in its own. It and does. Only, ECW Arena is another one, you know? The like only other, other thing, like currently within the last decade that I can compare that to is watching Lucha Underground. And the temple itself becomes its own character, you know. Yes. Yeah. Now, Bill, Bill was there too. The asylum. He says, "Asylum, baby." Yeah, he was. Bill was there too. I mean, you know, too, Bill. It was like crazy. It was, it's surreal to be in that building. It's surreal to be actually in this building we see on TV all the time. So, definitely interesting. But Dave, do me a favor before we talk about the main event. Display this comment from Dead Punk Gage. I want to talk about that. Uh, this is very interesting. Uh, and I and I'll get to uh, I'll get to Andrews over here in a second, but. Um, that's always been Siaki's detriment that held him back from being his own man. The weird thing is every small-time promotion around this time had their own rock want to be in their company. That's a huge point. That's a really good point because they were trying to just kind of catch their own rock, right? That's, in this case, Siaki was our, he was Samoan. He had the body style. He had the look. He had the mic skills. It literally was like, let's here's our version here. Can we push him to the moon? But looking back... Like Kyle pointed it out perfectly, Dollar Store Rock. I mean, watching this for the first time, Kyle, that's the first impression you get, right? You don't see Sonny Siaki. You see a guy impersonating The Rock. Bro, he's just like Rock, bro. Just like Rock, bro. It's it, it's kind of a detriment, I got to say. 
didn't get to be his like, own guy. But uh, if you follow where Vince Russo is working, he tries to find the rock wherever he is. Like if you go to late WCW, there's a point where they kind of just start dressing Booker T up as the rock and calling him the people's champion. Like Booker T gets a very similar haircut to the rock and starts wearing Versace shirts. I feel like Vince, and you're right. So he, and he's writing NWA oh, TNA. Vince Russo's writing. Vince Russo's writing NWA TNA at this time as well. I feel like you know, in his head, you know, his biggest accomplishment, probably Stone Cold and The Rock, trying to uh, capture that again. But I mean, it's like a bad sequel. You can't just capture that again. It's once in a lifetime thing. That's you know, a great point. That's a great point. I don't know think about it. It's a really good point. Uh, we got a comment here. Are you saying that TNA Impact doesn't go back and overdub the crowd from old shows? I thought they all did that. Not this. These are all original. Like the these the asylum shows, there's no overdubbing on these whatsoever. They got profanity going in these things. They got I mean, Jay, we've they are wild. The only, only thing they do, and Jay Jay and I have caught this when Bruce has been out. I mean, they were there were some slurs. Yeah. Uh, talking sexual slurs. And people are still a little uh Social norms are a little different. People are a little nastier, a little uh, politically oh, correct. Kyle, before you joined me, Jay and I could talk. We had a couple of reviews where we're like shocked at the shit being said at Bruce. I mean, they do dub some of that when there's like chance, you know, homosexual chance. Yeah. There was some stuff against uh, Truth as well. I mean, he was getting heat too for just yeah. being a, a black guy in the South. He was getting heat on that stuff. So oh, there was a lot yeah. of. For this, for this area, yeah, there's. Yeah, it's to, to watch. The evolution of the crowd for like against and then for and then against our truth again is like a story all on its own. It's crazy. Plus, you can also say um, what was interesting was the early crowd of, N- of NWA TNA, like let's say, Jay, maybe first seven shows was a whole different crowd that would have ended up being all the young kids. Because you could see where the shift happened. There was like way more hipster fans coming that heel section group of guys there's like all these like around show 10 maybe 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 a little earlier all these like new younger fans start coming in now the big that's where it shifted the big divide i feel was when did they bring when did they bring the cage dancers in were they on episode number one oh Oh, they were from the beginning jay can tell you that i would say I would say the quality of the cage dancers improved greatly over the course of the last couple. I just, you know, I, I I'm not saying I watched these things fervently or anything. No, yes, you did. That's the review within the review. You're reviewing the cage dancers' performance. So, so right now you're saying there's there's a an uptick, an increase in performance. They're at the peak of the cage dancers, right? Yeah, it looks shaking. Uh, yeah, let's get back to the review. Okay. Yeah, Cable's a married man here. Before Kyle. I get, get my door busted down here. here. What are we doing here? Come on. Like Come stir on. the drink. <laughs> but no, there was a shift in crowd, you know, and then you had some real brutal shit being chanted at one time. But they were, they were literally blurring signs that were so vulgar in the crowd. So times have changed, guys. Times it, have changed. It would take a lot to get censored. So you knew it was yeah. nasty. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. For it was sure. like there was a, the review that we did right before you joined us, Kyle. Um, the signs for Brucey were um, horrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. They were, they were 2002. It's a whole different world. But uh, all right, main event, guys. The exhibition title AJ Styles and Mortimer Plumtree taking on Amazing Red. This was Red's coming of age. This was the match that I think. People were like, they were already loving red. 
this was the match that it was like, all right, this kid, this is the future of Haifan. This is our next Rey Mysterio. This is our next Hoovendu. This is our next Diamond in the Rough that we have found an amazing red. But AJ wins this one, retains the exhibition title, 12 minutes, 37 seconds. But um, actually, I'm sorry. Let me back up for a second. I wanted to point one thing out. Before this match, before I'm sorry, I totally jumped ahead. Missing out the Brian Lawler in April stuff. I know, yeah. Before, oh, let, let me rewind. Can't leave that out. Let me re. Let me. Let's go to that. I'm so sorry. Let me rewind. You guys got to call me out quicker on that shit. I what just, right. I just noticed it when you started talking about the main event. I yeah. looked down and I was like, oh wait a minute. So let <laughs> let's let's rewind for a second. Yeah, I was still thinking about Kyle, the cage dancers. <laughs> yeah, he's distracted. Kyle, talk about this Brian Lawler thing. I want you to talk discuss what happened here. This is very interesting. So we what, get Goldilocks interviewing Brian Lawler in April, and uh, you know you got Happy Lawler. He, he's in love with April. He's enjoying himself, and uh, then he, then he flips the switch and starts talking about six pack, as per yeah. usual. Very animated Brian Lawler is, and uh, you know, and then he proves it to Goldie by making out with April, and then uh, then Brian Lawler and April go to the ring, and uh, she looked very uncomfortable. She looked yeah, very uncomfortable yeah, with that makeup. Very, very, very uncomfortable. And on the way to the ring, Lawler argues with some fan and uh, attacks the fan and rips him over the guardrail. What the kind fan, of fan experience is that? I mean, come on, you're paying, pushed him though. You're paying big money for uh, front row seats. Uh, they're going to make you part of the action. Nothing better than that. Fan got his money worth. The fan was bleeding. And then uh, Lawler refuses to do an in-ring promo because, you know, he hates the fan. Just made him uh, bleed like a stuffed pig. Yeah, he slapped the shit out of that guy. Yeah, that's all that. Really? He broke his nose and kicked him and everything. That was nuts. He beat the shit. Yeah. Well, the, the the first slap he gives the fan was crazy. Like, the guy's, like, mouthing off to him. He just slaps the shit out of him. So I'm like, man, that's brutal. But uh, yeah, that was uh, I told you I told him I didn't want to miss that, and I had that written down. I completely jumped over that. But uh, very interesting, the Brian Lawler saga. But let's go back to that. Let's go back to that main event. So AJ and Red. This was the match. I think, like I said, Red. This this made Red officially. This was the match that made Red the guy to watch. This was your next star to watch. And imagine you're getting a young AJ Styles and a young amazing Red at this time. 18 years ago, insanity. Yeah. Like what? What this match was though? Them and they're like, this is at that point in their careers where like they're still really young, so they're still like doing the crazier shit and taking the crazier bumps. You know, this is a uh, once you get older, you know, your body gets a little more beat up. You know, you start uh, working a little smarter. This is 2000, yeah. so guys are real. And I mean, it's early NWA TNA. They're trying to get their names out there. Guys are really, yeah. Really going uh, above and beyond. That finish was insane, Jay Bone. Red, red with the uh, Hurricanrana off the top, and then he flips AJ over, and then AJ rolls through, and that's the pin. Right? That was insane. Yeah. It's yeah. like Styles went, uh, reverse to a Rana, but then Styles rolls through for the pin. It's like what? yeah, insane. to 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 have the athleticism to reverse that to roll to keep rolling through and then yeah just uh, just if you blink you miss it and it's like whoa it's over wait he did he did what yeah it's it's insane and it shows you not how just how good AJ is but how both these guys are it was it, it was yeah keep, it was keep in mind in 2002 nobody was doing this stuff i mean, I mean very little were doing this kind of stuff this was new you know what you see now on tv is is 
a hundred moves like this per match. I mean, these guys were the or hundred. Every match has something like this nearly. You know, it's, it's Pioneers. high spots. You know, but in, in this time, this was unique. This was different. This was a new style coming in yep. to the world of professional wrestling, and this was it was so innovative and so different. I mean, you hear that crowd. The crowd loses its mind because they're like, what the fuck are we seeing here? Like, this is mind-blowing shit to see two guys do this. But, man, what, what an incredible match. That I thought, style, thought this was... I mean, I feel like that style is what put NWA TNA on the map. Had they not had the X Division and that insane cruiserweight-style, uh, you know, caliber yeah. content, I think they would have failed. I think they would have just been another, you know, upstart promotion I went for a year or two and just had the cult quits. But I, I feel like it was the AJ Styles, the Amazing Reds, all of these X Division guys that really made you know the company stand out. No doubt, uh, it, they took what the cruiserweight swore were from WCW and just turned it up to ten. You know that was intense. But there's a comment here. I want to address this comment? Yeah, you got to salute the X Division pioneers. Absolutely. This comment here: the change of Nurse Nicole's opinion on Red before. And after his match at Warrior Wrestling was hilarious. But this is kind of funny. Total sidebar. Nicole's never heard of Red. Huh? Story time? She's never. This story time. A little short story. She's never heard of Amazing Red. Never. They brought, he's, on, he's on his comeback tour. He did Warrior Wrestling here in Chicago. She sees him. She's like, eh, what's this little guy? What's he going to do? Yeah, I'm not impressed. He's a, oh, Everybody's like, oh, it's, it's red. It's red. Everybody's marking out for red. Everybody, the boys are marking out for red. Me and Baz are marking out for red. But it was like, she's like, yeah, I don't see anything special. She just didn't Sees know. the match. She didn't know. Sees the match. Now, this is red 18 she is years. Really critical, to be fair. She did. <laughs> but she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She doesn't know a lot of stuff. So she sees him. This is an 18 year older red. She gets to the match and she the match comes out and she's like, Holy shit, what did I just see? That guy is awesome. And then it was all over, right? Like, you're great. And <laughs> you're that, awesome. That's him on the you know, old reunion tour. That's not, you know, him in two thousand and two. So God that's damn. true, man. You're talking you're talking like a forty plus year old rat doing this, man. So definitely very fun. Um, but that was number nine. That was episode number nineteen, guys. It was it was huge. It was a lot. It was a lot of guys. Like the, if you look at the names on this card, these are the names that really were becoming foundational of NWA TNA. You know, for, as we're going forward, AJ Styles, Amazing Red, uh, Ron the Truth Killings, Jerry Lynn, Sonny Siaki, the Bruce. the Hot Shots, Bruce. Well, Bruce doesn't last too much longer after this. Mortimer Plum Tree, the Great. Mortimer Plum Tree, Plum Tree, yeah, the Greats, Legends, AMW, AMW, Brian Lawler. Kate Cash, you know these are these are names who are just like you're gonna keep seeing. This is what's gonna build this early part of the company. We're not even out of year one, and we've done 19 episodes so far, and, and there's been a lot of shit happening. But AJ Styles, obviously being the big captain, who's gonna really be the homegrown guy who does it right. So, uh, but yeah, that was episode 19, guys. Any J Bunny takeaway? Any any kind of summary on this one you wanted to put up there? Um. We're in the midst of the start of this tournament, you know, and, yeah. and Jeff Jarrett kind of put the exclamation point on it, basically saying, you know, he, he did a lot of bitching and moaning in the first several weeks. And now, and you know, he'd had that little promo out there prior to, you know, beating the ever-loving hell out of Kurt Hedding. Um, mm -hmm. It seems like this is 
I mean, amidst all the chaos and Mr. Wrestling 3 and everything that's going mm-hmm. on, it seems like this is a more focused Jeff Jarrett going on. It's not just him. Okay, now I'm going to slap, slap nuts. Yeah, it's uh, it, it seems like he's like, all right, his, his goal is uh, he, he's going to go by the rules, but he's not going to go by the rules, but he is going for that championship. He made that perfectly clear in this one. So, um, yeah, man, it's like evil is running wild. The, uh, you know, uh, Reverend Jim Mitchell and his crew are back. The tag division's about to get flipped on its head. Uh, yeah, there's it's a, almost like another turning of the page with this episode. Yeah, I agree. With that. That's a really good point. A lot, lot got set up here. Kyle, I know you jumped in late. I'm going to encourage you to go back and watch like six, 1 to 16 and get caught up on these. That'd be nice. Uh, to- I'm, I'm going to continue to follow uh, with you guys here on the show. I'll uh, come back for 20 and uh, so on. So, yeah, but when I have extra time, I will go back. But uh, great show overall. Uh, Amazing Red versus AJ Styles was a great match. Uh, Sonny Siaki versus Jerry Lynn, also a great match. And then uh, next week we can look forward to uh, little uh, announcements such as Kid Cash, SATs, Ace Steel, Tony Mamaluke in a X Division title shot match. Then we Thank have uh, Jorge Estrada versus Bruce, AJ Styles versus Jerry Lynn, JJ versus Hennig, and uh, James versus Siaki. So uh, those are things to look forward to next week. And that's about as fast that- as Don West rattled it off, too, which is why I didn't write it down <laughs> last minute. So <laughs> you got to do it quick. Getting late here. I, I love uh, how episodic it is. Like, think about that preview of next week. Everything for that next week's show we just discussed was set up on this week's show. I mean, like, it's episodic. It's episodic storytelling. Yeah. It's something wrestling today really lacks in a lot of ways. I, I like heavy how, episodic stuff. I like how the show didn't end immediately with, you know, the result of the main event. Instead, they go right to Don West, the salesman, and they let you know, hey, if you enjoyed this, come back next week. You're going to see yeah. all this. Like, that was a kind of cool touch because i mean if anybody's going to sell you next week who better than don west that's true I, i'm not i'm not opposed to that like i i used to love the uh like when i was watching wcw as a kid it was exciting when something would be happening and tony shivani goes we gotta go we're out of time and we cut out but this is a different approach where you see it you get to breathe for a second you cut the don west and he sets you up for next week and it's kind of not a bad approach either because i'm like oh shit you're hooking me for next week based on a whole different one, not just leaving me with what's in the ring. You're showing, you're telling me what I'm going to see next week. And you're telling me that I'm going to continue all these stories. I'm like, oh, cool. That's kind of a nice, interesting way to do it too. I'm not opposed to that either. It's maybe from where I'm the fan I am now, as a producer I am now, I look at it like that's a good way to sell next week. You know, maybe oh, not yeah. just the, not just leaving in the ring, but selling, actually letting me know what I'm going to get next week. That I that I'm gonna get these stories paid off next week. That's that's kind of a good hook too. Uh, but yeah, it's very. You're right though, Jay. This is a very initiating show to set up the rest of what's going on for for the company. So exciting stuff. Episode 19. Sorry for the little tech glitch in the in the middle for me guys, but uh, thanks for carrying on the conversation. Any feedback from the chat? Let me. Anybody who watched this, guys, you guys are all in the, in the live chat. What do you guys think of episode 19? What do you want to see these things go? Are you following along? Are you are you watching from memory or following all this from memory? What is 
what is your feedback on 19? And, I, and I'm, I'm excited for 20. I'm looking forward to it. But, Kyle, I really want you to go back and watch the old ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, final thoughts from the tribe members here. Get them up, J-Bone. But, uh, yeah, I'm hooked. I'll be watching number 20 uh, shortly. But, yeah, I got to go back and uh, brush up just to do my homework. Just so you know where all this is coming yeah, from. Yeah. But, uh, Need more context. Jay, you still, Jay, you still enjoying these? I know you're, this is all your first uh, – first time watching these through you still having fun with these oh hell yeah dude because the more and more surprises are happening every week and i I, i've seen a couple things that are coming down the road a few bigger names that are coming into the company during this Uh time of wrestling there's so much happening because everything that you know the bigger companies at the time a couple years Mm -hmm. beforehand went away and now there's you're starting to see this trickle effect of new legendary and up and coming faces into the company and um man all i can say is just hold on because uh, it's 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 gonna get even 10 times more batshit crazy uh down the road very very soon oh yeah and i i can't wait to get into them yeah, no, no question. It's gonna be keep in mind 2002. We're just a little bit removed from WCW and ECW closing. Some WCW contracts, those like those uh guaranteed contracts will be ending a little bit, a little. Some more guys start freeing up. You're gonna see more. You're gonna see more. Yeah. So um it's like relive they, they some they of the stuff. That blueprint of Crash TV that made the late 90s such a hit. And it's like, how do we do yeah. that and make it bigger and crazier? And the result is NWA TNA. It's insane. And I've been thinking I want to make an NWA TNA drinking game. Now, Trent, you obviously won't participate because you don't drink. I got water. Yeah, you you, you can do it with your water, you know. But uh, Mm -hmm. I want to make like a chart of like every time this happens, every time Don West says this, every time you see Vince Russo, every time there's a swerve, every time there's (laughs) going to be an NWA TNA drinking game. And as soon as I'm done with it, I'm going to play it here live on the show. As we review an episode, and I will He'll be hammered by hammered by the end of it. I I got, the, one. I got a great first one for you. That well, I'd like to hear a suggestion the from the uh, listeners. And if you're not listening live, if we already did this, still jump in the comments. Let me know things that you would want on that chart for Kyle's NWA TNA drinking game. First, what do you got, Jay? Yeah. First and foremost, this infamous quote that i keep hearing through several episodes several times in each episode don west losing his mind going you yep. have got to be kidding me i knew it shot. i knew that's what he's gonna go with i knew that was what he's gonna go with you have got to be kidding me <laughs> classic don he west said that at least 10 times during the main event just of this one it was- that's vince shot. burr Vince Burr is excited for the drinking game, Kyle. He yeah, he wants a drinking game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh, put it together. By the time we get on by uh, Monday, if we do number 20 on Monday, I'll have uh, at least half of it ready. Them of the week after. All right, do it. Be all ready. Hold them to it, guys. Hold, oh, why do tweet here us we at We, we Talked Impact. And hold, hold have them to a couple it. drinkies. Why not? I'm not driving. Take a shot every time. Don, what, Don says, this is the greatest match in TNA history. That's another uh, one, too. They're only 19 <laughs> episodes in, is he saying? No, 19 in. Yeah, not yet. Not yet on that one. But the, you have got to be kidding me, you'd be hammered by it. Third match. Oh, no yeah. question. Oh, yeah. When did the NWA get dropped from TNA? 2007, Seven, I believe, is when yeah. they, they officially transitioned yeah. it off. Christian Kurt Angle was the think. Yeah. Kurt Angle was the first official TNA-only oh, okay. yeah. world champion. Yeah, it was Kurt, not but Christian Cage. Christian was the last NWA TNA yeah, champion, yeah. I believe. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Drink every time Brian Lawler acts over the top. <laughs> you, you wouldn't make it out of a segment. You would not make it out of a Brian Lawler segment. It's amazing. Drink, uh, drink every time frosted tip hairstyle appears on the screen. Uh, I also oh, forgot man. to mention in the review, uh, Brian Lawler at the end of the show was wearing a mean pair of Jinko jeans. I saw the big crown, mean. the big logo. I mean, oh, yeah. fashion. Again, fashion. very 2002. Oh, yeah. Uh Lakers are gonna play. Everybody's in for the drink. Golly, I think you're onto something yeah, here. Yeah, the um, NWA TNA drinking game. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, Basil points out something good. The name was dropped before then, though. She's right. The NWA TNA part was dropped. As far as it being the name of the show, it was dropped. I want to say NWA by 2004. They dropped NWA TNA, but the NWA title was still their title until 07. So like three years, still the main title was still like. The NWA title. It was interesting how how um how long they still carried that on. Art Radio, Tuner Radio, Spotify, Player.fm. Rate, review, subscribe. Downloads are free. Get in there. Let us know what you think of the show. Whatever you're listening from, if you're just in, there's a lot, there's a lot of folks, guys. We got all the guys in the chat. There's a ton of people listening on audio only. Just the audio, folks. iTunes people. Hey, if you guys are listening on on, on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever. Once in a while, pop into the chat. We want to hear from some. You have to because you know I appreciate if you're listening to the audio, but you're missing out on the conversation within the conversation, and that's our listeners. That's the chat room. It's on the screen. It's below us in the live chat. You can't miss out on that, and we want you to come participate. Yeah, yeah, definitely come in. Let us know what you think. You know, we we uh we like it. We like what you're uh we you know we like what you got to say about the show. We like all feedback. So definitely um uh. You know, so always, always welcoming any feedback you guys got for us. But definitely connect with us, guys. Social media is always there. Let us know. We talk impact on all social medias. Rate, review, subscribe, whatever you got to do. But then we're going to be back. Are we going to do Monday? Guys, are we doing Monday for sure? I'm in. Number, number 20? I'm in. All right. We will be back Monday night to do NWA TNA number 20. If you guys are not following along, 30-day free trial during quarantine of Impact Plus. Go on there. 30 days for free. Are, Get in there. What else are you doing? Seriously. What else, what else are you doing? doing? You got 24 hours to twiddle your thumbs and sit on your ass and That's maybe it. take a dump once in a while. Get right. that freaking trial. There's no excuses. Yeah, no excuse. Get on there. I mean, get on there and, and follow right. along with us. And we're going to keep doing them. Yeah. You can blast out a bunch in a month. But we'll be doing that on Monday. And then Tuesday, guys, back here for the main, the flagship show. Every week that we do breaking down Impact Wrestling, every Tuesday night, going on about a half hour after Impact airs on uh, Access TV and Twitch. We'll be on Twitch and all the other platforms about 30 minutes after Impact Wrestling airs. So catch us then. So Monday and Tuesday nights, this is your destination. Total nonstop Impact. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, do it right now. And so you can ring hit the little bell. No, we're going live. But that's going to do it for us, guys. We appreciate you joining us late night, Saturday, last minute. Gentlemen, did I forget anything? Nothing? If you're watching from the Twitch, head on over to the uh, Twitch TNI channel over on Twitch. That's TNI Show. The TNI Show on Twitch, guys. That's where you follow. catch it on Twitch. There you go. Yeah, give it a. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to build up our Twitch because what you can do is, um, you can switch over right from Impact to on Twitch to us on Twitch. So. Um, yeah, check it out, guys. That's going to do it for us. We will talk to you Monday night. Thank you all for joining us. Have a good night, everybody. Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Let's make some noise.